Today on the Path series, I'm going to have a look at Carlos Castaneda and the Toltec Path. But first, a little self-promotion. The reality of things is an exploration into the mind of a magician and witch. Lee Red Oak Johnson examines many of the things that make up the occult paths of magic and witchcraft. This book is mostly aimed at the beginner, but does not exclude the seasoned practitioner. What you will find are topics such as the power that flows through the land and body, the concept of weird studies of the pentagram and hexagram, circle casting from various paths, info on topics such as energetic entities, fairy and the fetch, and practical instructions on altar creation. All in all, this book will create a sound foundation for any practitioner of the arts. Get your copy today from LeeWJohnson.com. So, Carlos Castaneda, a controversial and enigmatic figure, introduced the world to the Toltec path through a series of books that blend anthropology, mysticism, and personal experience. Castaneda's work started with the teachings of Don Juan, a Yaqui way of knowledge, providing a unique perspective on the ancient Toltec wisdom, presenting it as very much a shamanic path of personal transformation and heightened awareness. In this video, we will delve into Carlos Castaneda's uh, interpretation of the Toltec path, examining key concepts, practices, and controversies that surround his teachings. So at the heart of Carlos Castaneda's Toltec journey is his encounters with the mysterious and enigmatic figure of Don Juan Matus, a Yaqui Indian. Don Juan became Castaneda's mentor and guide, introducing him to the mystical realms of the Toltec path. Don Juan's teachings, as relayed through Castaneda's books, form the basis of the modern understanding of the Toltec tradition. So let's have a look at some core concepts within the Toltec teachings. So firstly, the uh, mastery of awareness, which is central to Castaneda's interpretation of the Toltec path. Don Juan emphasizes that true knowledge and transformation come through heightened awareness and the ability to perceive the world beyond ordinary perception. This involves breaking the routines of everyday life, uh, silencing the internal dialogue, and expanding one's consciousness to embrace the unknown. Uh, number two on the list would be the not doing and the art of stalking. So in Castaneda's writings, Don Juan introduces the concept of not doing as a way to access deeper states of awareness. Not doing involves a deliberate shift in perception and action, allowing the practitioner to transcend the limitations of the ego. The art of stalking is another key element, emphasizing the strategic and intentional navigation of one's energy and intent in the pursuit of personal power. Then we have recapitulation, which is the transformative practice recommended by Don Juan for those on the Toltec path. It involves systematically revisiting and reliving past experiences, releasing the emotional attachments tied to them, and reclaiming the energy invested in those experiences. The recapitulation is a powerful tool for healing and gaining energy, uh, contributing to the process of personal transformation. And then we have 
probably one of the most important parts, dreaming and the art of dreaming. So dreaming plays a significant role in Toltec teachings. Don Juan teaches that the dream state is as real as waking life and is a realm where profound insights and transformations can occur. The art of dreaming involves conscious navigation of the dream state, learning to control dreams and using dreaming as a tool of gaining knowledge and personal power. Now, there were some controversies and criticisms regarding Carlos Castaneda's work. Critics question his authenticity of his accounts, suggesting that they may have, have a blend of facts and fiction. Castaneda's portrayal of Don Juan Matas uh, as a real person and the anthrop anthropological accuracy of his descriptions have been particularly scrutinized. Uh, additionally, some argue that the teachings, while intriguing, lack a clear and systematic framework. The esoteric nature of the practices, the emphasis on personal experiences, and the narrative style of Castaneda's books contribute to a lack of clarity for those seeking a structured and accessible path. Um, however, the proof is in the pudding, as they say. So even if Castaneda made, a, made the whole thing up, it definitely works. And although do, people do find that the work is unstructured, uh, if you read through all of the books, um, you'll find that it kind of skips from, from one point to another. Uh, but you'll find that each book actually focuses on a particular topic, a particular aspect. Um, so it really is teachings. The, it's up to the warrior themselves to actually put everything into a structured framework because then you understand the actual work itself. Um, so let's have a look at some practical applications uh, of the teachings themselves. One of the um, practical applications of Castaneda's Toltec teachings is the conscious shift of awareness in uh, daily life. Practitioners learn to break habitual patterns, question their perceptions, and cultivate a heightened state of alertness. This shift in awareness allows individuals to see the world from fresh eyes, opening the door to new possibilities and perspectives. And also the, we have the power in, of intent. So similar to traditional Toltec teachings, Castaneda emphasizes the importance of intent. Intent in this context refers to a focused and purposeful direction of energy by aligning one's intent with higher aspirations and conscious goals individuals can navigate the challenges of life with clarity and purpose. And then we have exploring the dream state. So in Castaneda's teachings on dreaming, uh, encourage practitioners to explore the vast potential of the dream state. This involves practices such as lucid dreaming, where individuals become aware that they are dreaming and can actively participate in and shape their dreams. Dreaming becomes a tool for gaining insights, resolving inner conflicts, and accessing realms of consciousness beyond ordinary waking life. Now, I just want to have a look at um, some of the main beliefs and, and principles that I consider to be central to uh, Toltec, the Toltec path itself. So we, we have the three attentions. Um, Castaneda's concept of the three attentions is a, a key aspect of his Toltec teachings, as relayed through the teachings of Don Juan Matas. The three attentions represent 
different levels or modes of perceiving and interacting with the world. They offer a framework for understanding consciousness and the transformative journey on the Toltec path. The concept uh, is or was introduced in Castaneda's later works, particularly in The Art of Dreaming and The Power of Silence. So first, the first attention is the everyday awareness. Um, this corresponds to our ordinary everyday awareness, the state of consciousness that is engaged in routine activities, problem solving, and the general functioning of daily life. In this mode of attention, individuals are absorbed in the concerns of the material world, governed by social conditioning, cultural norms, and personal experiences. It is the level of awareness that most people are familiar with, characterized by the constant chatter of the internal dialogue and the routine of perception of the world, or the routine perception of the world. According to Castaneda, the first attention is necessary for navigating the practical aspects of life, but it is also the most limited and easily influenced by societal conditioning. The challenge on the Toltec path is to become aware of the first attention and its limitations, leading to the exploration of higher states of consciousness. Then we come to the second attention, the world of energy. So the second attention is a, a more heightened and expanded state of awareness that transcends the ordinary perceptions of the first attention. It involves perceiving the energetic aspect of reality, often referred to as the world of energy or the energy body. In this state, individuals become attuned to the subtle forces and vibrations that underlie the material world. Practices such as recapitulation, dreaming and not doing are instrumental in shifting the focus from the first to the second attention. By cultivating the second attention, practitioners on the Toltec path aim to break free from the constraints of societal conditioning, accessing a more profound understanding of the interconnectedness of all things. The second attention is closely associated with heightened states of awareness achieved through practices like meditation, lucid dreaming, the shamanic techniques. It is in this realm that individuals may encounter non-ordinary entities, explore alternative realities, and gain insights into the energetic fabric of existence. Then the third attention, the ultimate reality. So the third attention represents the highest level of awareness, often described as the ultimate reality or the infinite. It is the state of consciousness that transcends both the material world and the world of energy. Accessing the third attention is considered the pinnacle of the Toltec path, representing a state of profound enlightenment and unity with the cosmos. The journey toward the third attention involves a radical shift in perception and a complete detachment from the egoic self. In this state, individuals experience a direct connection with the source of all creation, transcending the limitations of time, space, and individual identity. The third attention is often associated with the experience of oneness and the realization of the interconnectedness of all existence. It's important to note that the concept of the three attentions is a symbolic framework used by Castaneda to convey complex spiritual concepts. While the terminology may be specific to Castaneda's teachings, the underlying idea of progressing through the different levels of awareness and consciousness 
is a common theme in many spiritual traditions. The three attentions serve as a guide for practitioners on the Toltec path to navigate their inner landscapes and attain higher states of consciousness. Then we have the Tonel and the Nagual. The concepts of the Tonel and Nagual are fundamental to Carlos Castaneda's Toltec teachings and provide additional layers of understanding to the framework of the three attentions that we just spoke about. Uh, these concepts help to elucidate the nature of reality, perception, and the transformative journey on the Toltec path. So the tonal, which is the very much the everyday reality, um, this is obviously in in um, uh, conjunction with Toltec teachings themselves. The tonal represents the familiar, the everyday reality that um, corresponds closely to Castaneda's concepts of the first attention. It is the world of ordinary awareness where individuals engage in routine activities, adhere to societal norms and operate within the constraints of their cultural conditioning. The tonal is the sum total of an individual's beliefs, perceptions and experiences, forming a structured and predictable reality. In the context of the three attentions, the tonal aligns with the first attention as it represents the everyday consciousness that is necessary for functioning in the material world. The challenge on the Toltec path is to become aware of the tonal's limitations and to expand beyond its confines through the cultivation of higher states of awareness. Then the Nagual, um, on the other hand, represents the unknowable and unseen aspects of reality. It is the realm of the second and the third attentions, the world of energy and the ultimate reality. The Nagual encompasses the infinite and mysterious forces that underlie and transcend the material world. Unlike the Tonal, the Nagual is beyond the reach of ordinary perception and is often associated with the mystical, the energetic and the transcendent. In the context of the three attentions, the Nagual aligns with the second and third attentions as it represents the expanded states of consciousness beyond the ordinary. Practices such as dreaming, recapitulation, and the pursuit of the third attention involve delving into the Nagual, accessing hidden dimensions of reality, and transcending the limitations of the Tonal. Now, we also have the integration of Tonal and Nagual, which is the path of transformation. So the transformative journey on the Toltec path involves the integration. Rather than viewing them as separate and opposing forces, practitioners strive to harmonize these aspects of reality. The integration is achieved by navigating the realms of the tonal with, the, with a heightened awareness, informed by the insights gained from the Nagual. So the to tonal and the Nagual are not exclusive or isolated, they are interconnected aspects of a unified whole. The Toltec teachings emphasize that true mastery lies in the ability to move seamlessly between the tonal and the nagual, integrating the practical aspects of everyday life with the profound insights and expanded awareness gained through spiritual practices. In summary, the tonal and nagual provide a dualistic framework for understanding reality and consciousness on the Toltec path. The to tonal represents the everyday material world and aligns with the first attention while the Nagual encompasses the unseen, energetic realms associated with the uh, second and third attentions. 
The journey involves navigating between these realms, transcending the limitations of ordinary perception and achieving a harmonious integration of the tonal and the negwell. Then we come to bypassing the eagle. So the concept of bypassing the eagle is a central theme, definitely a central theme in, in Carlos Castaneda's Toltec teachings, particularly in his later works, including The Power of Silence and The Eagle's Gift. Uh, the eagle in this context is a metaphorical representation of the force or entity that imposes limitations on human perception, trapping individuals in habitual patterns and thought of thought and behavior. Um, bypassing the eagle is a key aspect of the Toltec path toward heightened awareness and personal transformation. So the eagle, according to Castaneda's teachings, is an abstract force that creates and governs the universe. It is an impersonal cosmic force that shapes human perception and imposes a collective dream on individuals, contributing to the limitations and constraints of ordinary reality. The eagle is associated with the notion of the first attention, representing the, the habitual and conditioned way of perceiving the world. So bypassing the eagle involves breaking free from the limitations imposed by habitual thought patterns and societal conditioning. It is a process of transcending the constraints of the first attention, the ordinary everyday awareness that is shaped by cultural, social and personal influences. The goal is to move beyond the automatic responses dictated by the eagle and to access higher states of consciousness associated with the second and third attentions. Now, bypassing the eagle requires a deliberate and conscious, conscious shift of awareness. This shift involves questioning assumptions, challenging beliefs, and breaking free from the automatic responses generated by the internal dialogue, the constant men mental chatter that reinforces the eagle's influence. By becoming aware of the limitations imposed by the eagle, individuals can begin to navigate the second and third attentions, exploring realms of heightened perception and expanded consciousness. Um, there, there are various practices within the Toltec tradition uh, which are designed to facilitate the bypassing of the eagle. Um, these practices do include um, silencing the internal dialogue, which is the, in, you know, we, we have a look at the incessant internal dialogue, which is seen as a, a tool used by the eagle to maintain its hold on individuals. Silencing this dialogue through mindfulness, meditation, or other con contemplative practices is a crucial step in bypassing the eagle. We have re recapitulation, uh, which is a practice where individuals systematically review and release the emotional energy tied to past experiences. By disentangling from the emotional imprints of the past, practitioners aim to free themselves from the eagle's influence. We also have dreaming practices. Exploring the dream state and engaging in lucid dreaming are integral to bypassing the, the eagle. Dreaming is seen as a realm um, where individuals can gain insights beyond the limitations of ordinary perception. Then we have not doing. Not doing is a concept that involves deliberately in interrupting automatic behaviors and responses. It is a way of breaking free from individual patterns and opening oneself to new possibilities. So 
coming back to bypassing the eagle, um, it's the, ultimately about reclaiming personal freedom and power. It is a process of liberating oneself from the constraints of the collective dream and realizing the potential for expanded awareness and consciousness. Through bypassing the eagle, individuals on the Toltec path aim to live with greater authenticity, purpose and clarity. Then we have the concept of allies, which refers to non-ordinary entities or forces that individuals can connect with and enlist for support, guidance and transformation. Allies play a significant role in the spiritual journey on the Toltec path, assisting practitioners in navigating the complexities of the energetic realms and expanding their awareness. The idea of allies is prevalent in several of Castaneda's works, including the teachings of Don Juan, A Separate Reality, and Journey to Ixlan. I'll probably pronounce that wrong, but um, excuse me for that. So... Some of the key concepts um, of allies. Allies are considered to be non-ordinary entities or forces that exist in realms beyond everyday perception. These entities can take various forms, including animals, spirits, or energy configurations. They are they are often seen as beings with unique powers and or knowledge that can be harnessed for personal spiritual growth. Um, Regarding connecting with allies, Castaneda describes specific techniques and practices for connecting with them. One common method is through the use of hallucinogenic plants, such as peyote or mushrooms, uh, which are believed to facilitate a shift in perception and enable individuals to perceive non-ordinary entities. Um, dreaming practices and entering altered states of consciousness also play a role in establishing contact with these allies. Um, the types of allies, um, they can be categorized into different types based on their attributes and functions. Some allies are seen as protectors, providing guidance and safeguarding practitioners in their spiritual journeys. Others may offer insights into healing, energy work, or the interpretation of signs and omens. Uh, the nature of the ally often depends on the individual's needs, intentions, and the specific practices undertaken. Um, establishing a relationship with an ally involves mutual respect and reciprocity. Practitioners are encouraged to approach allies with humility, reverence, and a clear intention. In return, allies may offer assistance, guidance, or share their knowledge with the practitioner. These relationships are dynamic and can evolve over time as the practitioner deepens their understanding and mastery. Allies are seen as sources of guidance and protection, particularly in the face of challenges encountered on the spiritual path. They may provide insights into the nature of reality, uh, offer solutions to problems, or act as guardians in the energetic realms. The relationship with allies is considered a valuable resource for practitioners seeking to navigate complexities of the mystical experiences. While allies can offer valuable support, Castaneda uh, emphasizes the importance of discernment and personal responsibility. You know, uh, I think we, we, we kind of see this through all the discussions on this channel regarding all spirits and all paths. This is very similar. 
Um, practitioners are encouraged to approach ally relationships with a clear sense of purpose and to exercise caution in their interactions. The intent is to foster a balance and conscious engagement with allies, avoid dependency or manipulation. The concept of allies in Toltec teachings reflects the understanding that the universe is populated by various intelligences and energies by establishing connections with allies. Practitioners on the Toltec path aim to enhance their spiritual journey, deepen their understanding of the energetic realms, and receive guidance and support for personal transformation. So, Castaneda's exploration of the Toltec path has left an indelible mark on the landscape of spiritual literature. While controversies surround the authenticity of his accounts, the practical applications derived from his experiences with Don Juan Matas, offer a unique perspective on personal transformation, heightened awareness, and the pursuit of knowledge. Whether regarded as a literal account or a symbolic journey, Castaneda's Toltec teachings continue to inspire seekers to question their reality, expand their awareness, and embark on a journey of self-discovery. All right, so I'm going to give you some book suggestions. This is actually more author suggestions so I'm going to do my usual Amazon link uh, so these are affiliate links um, you can go and purchase and I get a little commission which I then use to buy more books to review so it's really appreciated if you actually do follow those links and purchase from them um, so I'm going to link to Castaneda himself um, all the various books you can find you can read the books in a random order, um, but there is an order of publication which um, uh, is given on other sites. Um, you'll find that some people may give suggestion of which books to read in which order for particular subjects and topics and concepts. Um, but I'm going to link to all of Castaneda's books. Another great author is Ken Eaglefeather. Um, and also Victor Sanchez. So I'm not going to link to specific books. There are some, some really good books, but all of their books are good to read regarding Toltec Path. So I'm going to link to both of those authors. Then another excellent uh, book is by Taisha Abelar, The Sorcerer's Crossing. Now, Taisha Abelar was one of Castaneda's warrior party, one of the members. Um, so it really is a brilliant book to read and it's actually an interesting read because it's all about her experience with the Avalars which are um, another family of warriors with, 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 on the Toltec path itself um, and how she was taught and when you read Castaneda's accounts um, of, of all the practices like re recapitulation um, tensegrity or the magical passes, all of those those types of practices, and compare them to what was how Tasha Abelar was taught before she even be, was aware of Carlos Castaneda. So this was a totally, this was a different family of warriors or a different party of warriors than uh, the one that was um, that Castaneda was involved in, and then later on. Um, right at the end of the book, she gets taken through a vision and she sees Castaneda um, and she's told that this is um, the person that she will meet and create their own party together. So um, it's, it's, it's a really interesting read to compare that with 
Castaneda's works itself. Um, then a couple others. There's Marilyn Tunishend, um, who wrote two books, as far as I know, only two books on the topic. Um, it does depart slightly from... Um, it, it is about teachings from Don Juan Matters himself, um, who taught Marilyn. But uh, it does. It feels slightly different to the other works, but they are great books to read. And also there's Don Miguel Ruiz, um, who also writes from a Toltec path perspective, but not specifically, not as specifically um, from that of Carlos Castaneda and Don Juan Matters, um, different teachers and things like that. Um, so if I remember correctly, it was Victor Sanchez also who was went down a slightly different different route, different teachers. But, you know, when you start comparing all of these things, if we have a look at the um, controversies behind uh, Castaneda himself um, being labelled as a fraud and um, creating the whole persona of Don Juan Matas, um, you know, just to create, a, create something, write books, books of fiction, they've been called, um, just to make money and sell books. And then you compare that to people like Victor Sanchez, uh, Tasha Abelar, all coming from different teachers, but all having similar teachings. You, you kind of have to question whether the, the detractors of the works um, actually knew what they were talking about. Um, so, very interesting stuff. Uh, Toltec Warrior Path, for me, has been one of the cornerstones of my development uh, right through, through many, many years. Um, and it is it does continue to add to my own personal worldview, my own personal path and practices. So uh, definitely wanted to talk about this one. So go down look at some of the books. Fascinating stuff, fascinating read. Just bear in mind that there's a lot of terminology and concepts which, um, like, for instance, the allies, uh, they are called allies. Um, we may call them fey um, or nature spirits or something like that uh, familiars etc etc um, it's just terminology is different but once you get to understand the concepts and the terms you can start to um, see the synchronicities with other traditions so um, you know it really is about getting down trying to understand the concepts trying to understand what's going on but the you know Castaneda's writings themselves are just they're fa fantastic, they are fabulous, they are um, mind-blowing, really are. Anyway, so that's the Toltec Path and Carlos Castaneda. And we'll see you next time. Have a good one for now. Cheers, bye-bye.